0: This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine.
1: Welcome in, it's Fleck and on ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2, and the ESPN Chicago app. Talking all things Super Bowl and more with you on this All Calls Welcome Friday, presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. 312 332 3776. Black and Abdallah have the night off tonight. They were in for Greenie from 10 to noon. If you missed any of that, check out the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tyler Rocky sitting in for the guys tonight. We've been talking a lot of Super Bowl stuff. I do want to get to, at some point, I've got three things, three storylines that I don't think are being talked about enough for each team. We'll do that a little bit later on. And also, I told you a little bit about uh, the Rihanna set list. I want to try to go through, try to predict what songs are going to be played on this set list. So we will do that all later on in the show. Terrence is in Crete. What's up, Terrence?
2: Tyler, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? Man, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Of course. I want to address my man Mitchell.
1: Oh, First a lot of people
2: know. do. Oh, Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> he don't even start with a team that he plays on, do we?
1: No, he does That's not. What I
2: recall. No. He does uh, not. And he's so insistent on getting rid of Justin Fields because of this so called passing league, uh, and he's comparing them to the suit the teams that are in the Super Bowl. Do he not realize what we have and what they have? I think he's missing a big part of that. Either way, though, you know, I, I think we got to give Justin Fields a chance. We got to give Poles a chance. I mean, it's, we see the man is making moves. Uh, you know, we got the number one pick. I mean, it's not like a bigger, it's not like something you're going to strive for, but the fact that we have it and we have opportunity to make our team better, put better pieces around Justin, let's see what happens once he gets the opportunity. To shine, man. I mean, you know, everybody beating him up and, and already writing him off as if he's no good and he hasn't really had the opportunity to really prove what he has. So I, I just have to address Mitchell, man. He, he he Whatever he is, whatever whatever he's using to get him that hyped up to talk about how bad we are, I, I need a taste of that. So Mitchell, wherever you at, man, share share the secret, man. Don't hold <laughs>
1: out. Share the but, sauce. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate it, Terrence. You have a good weekend. You too, man. All right, that's Terrence in Crete, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Jacoby Brissett, interesting one. Uh, Jacoby Brissett and Vince Evans, the two uh, quarterback favorites uh, of a one Mitchell and displays. Kevin is in Evergreen Park. What's up, Kevin?
3: Hello, guys. Um, talking a little Chicago Hounds rugby team
1: here. All right, proud sponsor great, of the All Calls great. Welcome Chicago's new a- professional rugby team.
3: This is a great adventure for the, this area here because we have all of these college guys my age that played rugby at Marquette, Wisconsin, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to take my seventh grade grandson from St. Linus to a rugby game to show him that he can push and shove in a sporting event
4: mm-hmm.
3: instead of basketball and getting you know you know what i'm getting that
1: so but, uh, you played in college no i did not oh, okay. i did not but a
3: lot of my friends no i was uh i was a 16 inch softball guy back uh, when, when steel spikes were in the air um, but uh rugby chicago hounds i'm all for it
1: love it yeah i remember you know? i had a friend in high school i think. So I went to Glenbrook South, but Nutrier had a rugby team that kind of accepted anybody; anyone could sort of play for them. Uh-huh. Um,
3: yeah, all you had to be it was clumsy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, no, but and then he ended up, I think, playing at Utah too. Um, but yeah, no, there's people that if if you get someone going on a rugby conversation. They're into it. I know Maggie in our marketing department. She loves rugby. I believe she played too, as well. Uh-huh. But, well, um, she's a stout girl then. Maggie's fantastic. Maggie's the best. Um, yes. But yeah, the, rugby is huge with uh, with people that are really into it. When you get into a conversation with a rugby person, they're all for it. So
3: um, I love it. I love it. Like I said, you know, it's it's good for the neighborhood.
1: Absolutely. Give someone uh, something a little different there. Appreciate the phone call, Kevin. All right. Later, guys. That's Kevin in Evergreen Park. Shout out to the Chicago Hounds, our sponsor here for All Calls. Welcome. 312-332-3776. Nick is in Glenview. What's up, Nick? Before I get to
0: my question, I just want to give you guys a shout out. I love listening to ESPN 1000. Really enjoy it every single show. And I want to give a special shout out to Tyler Aki. Whenever it's, boy, it's the airwaves, it just puts a bright smile on my face. A very wise young man. But now for my question. Appreciate it, Nick. I would like to know, what is something to bring to a Super Bowl party that will leave an impression? It's easy to bring a bag of chips in the side of dip. But what's something that's going to leave a lasting impression on the whole crowd that night?
1: All right. I think this is a great question, Nick. And I appreciate the phone call here. So here's here's my course of action and maybe nick and maybe you kendra as well ha- have some thoughts on what to bring to a super bowl party i was chastised for this pick on waddle and sylvie when we did our yeah, draft uh, yes our yeah, that was super bowl food draft buffalo chicken dip
5: always a winner yes. always a winner recently I, discovered for me too so i'm on a huge really, wave so, is yeah is this a like, young
1: person thing like is like
5: in a slow cooker right it's like um, it's a, or they is it like one of those things we have to prepare because you can i do had it in it. the oven i believe too I, that's how uh,
1: i've usually done it um but maybe slow cooker is the way to go i've I'm never this might that's be a, a
4: young person thing because my sister i believe loves this dip as
1: well this is always a hit, and the best part about it too is if you go to the store you go to your jewels your mariano's and you go and buy a bottle of Frank's red hot sauce. The recipe's on the back. It's right there. So, it's easy to make. The recipe is laid out there for you. Um and it's just it's always a winner. Buffalo and you can't general, mess it up.
5: Buffalo in general might be the taste of a generation. We got buffalo wraps, buffalo pizza, buffalo's exploded in a kale sense.
1: Remember so, I feel like every every single there's like food and then there's like food the like the the fresh, um, the hot food that's going around. So like at one point everyone wanted to put cheese on everything. Right. And then at another point, everyone wanted to put bacon on everything. And then you got to the point where everyone wanted to put avocado on everything. And I think like just always sort of lurking in the background there, there was, uh, the Buffalo
5: flavor and it's been the back pocket option for a lot of like salads wraps.
1: It's perfect too. It's, I mean, when I go to the – I always – that is one of my must-haves in the fridge at all times is just a, a bottle of, of Frank's because that I – like their motto is I put that bleep on everything. And like everything. For, for, a, for a while, like I literally used to put that on everything. Like I remember there was a time where I would put it on pretzels. I would I would put it on like goldfish. It was – like looking back on it, pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it – I loved it. When Price I was when I was in like uh, I was probably in like middle school or like high school when I used to do that,
5: so good. Nothing wrong with winter it. every time. It makes a lot, a lot of bland things, gives it life. Kendra seems grossed out by that:
4: Oh, uh, just a little bit. I've never had buffalo chicken. I can't eat it now, but um, mm. you never had buffalo chicken? No okay. no, not never had buffalo chicken, but it sounds like a a, a good idea. Do you so are you a vegetarian? Yes, a vegetarian.
5: Would you ever do
1: like the buffalo
5: cauliflower? Yeah, I, yeah. Have I, you I, had that before? Native, native cafe or native food? They have something like that. It's really good. It's hard so to tell the difference. You can, you can. I, I've made it
1: before in my air fryer. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I used to. My sister's a vegetarian, and I used to say like, "Really, you're gonna eat that?" And then I tried, it and I was like, "All right." Can see, you? Bring, see can why you
4: bring that. a vegetarian dish to a Super Bowl party? <laughs> Is that appropriate? I think it's appropriate now. What, what's think, your
5: go to, Kendra? What's your well, go to like, dish for a, as a vegetarian on Super Bowl?
4: i mean pizza is always a good one yeah like cheese pizza Universal is right yeah like that's you, always a winner Not just cheese you know you could put some, you could put like put some mushrooms some,
1: or, or veggies you know, some or green peppers yeah.
5: some like you know
1: yeah like that's always a winner too um but like even like chips like those are and i wouldn't be the person that shows up to the party with a bag of chips right um but like also i mean booze is vegetarian that's always a winner <laughs> that's yeah, always, you're always a popular with so, that. always I've got, so I've got a couple of my like favorite Super Bowl traditions that I wrote down here um, and these were some things that I used to do over the years or um, or like sometimes still do so uh, number one for me I love this one and it is Super Bowl squares love Super Bowl squares there's no strategy involved it's just you're playing the lottery right Growing bingo vibe for sure, exactly. There's no, there's nothing but luck involved, so I'm in for a Super Bowl squares. Um, back in the day, my family we wouldn't order pizza, we would make pizza, and like the one
4: right there that's what I usually do. You
1: get your dough, you get the sauce, you you sauce it up, you put your toppings on. And I remember, uh, my it's the first Super Bowl I remember. The first Super Bowl was the Patriots and Panthers. I want to say that was like in 2003. Oh, one? Three. Oh, three? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would have been six or seven years old at the time. And we kind of like made the the toppings to look like the... So I was rooting for the Panthers. My brother was uh, a little front runner um, and he was rooting for the, the Patriots. So we, we made like our toppings and our design of our pizzas look like the, the logos of the
5: teams that we were rooting for. It um, gone viral nowadays. You throw that yeah, on Twitter. Oh, well, yeah. If
1: we put that on TikTok, that's, I mean, that's 1.6 million light. Like, that's yeah, easy. Easy know. work. Twitter light could work right there. That. Twitter could take that. Um, so, yeah, we did that. Um. So, making pizzas. And then my other thing that I love, too, is the, the loose Big Ten basketball game that goes on during the day. Because nobody wants to run side to side with the Super Bowl, right? So, the sporting calendar clears from 5.30 to, like, 10.30. But in the afternoon... In the afternoon, you get a loose Big Ten basketball game or two. And I remember going to a lot of Northwestern games on Super Bowl Sunday. And then you come home and you go do your Super Bowl festivities after. And Northwestern is hosting number one Purdue at their place this year. So maybe maybe I'll do that. Maybe Get I'll, the
5: cooking going. You know, you're yeah. cooking in the morning or, you know, have something on the bag. That sounds or don't, good.
1: Or don't cook and you just buy something. Or just wait that for works delivery. Too. Wait for yeah. delivery
5: to come. Throw it yeah. on. Yeah. So,
1: Um, But yeah, the the loose Big Ten game that's kind of hovering around because everyone else is in a different sports stratosphere at the time. All right. 312-332-3776. We will take all of your calls on this All Calls Welcome Friday presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. Coming up next, though, I also want to talk about the three storylines on each side. Three storylines on each side of this game that I don't think is getting enough pub. We'll do that when we come back here on Black and Abdallah. Tyler Aki sitting in for the guys tonight on ESPN 1000.
6: Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
1: Guys, this Valentine's Day, give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all. With soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas available exclusively at Pajamagram. Sexy, sultry, naturally nude pajamas feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie, the texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. Leave nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all. Order today and save 25% when you use the code NUDE. That's 25% savings on a best-selling Valentine's Day gift. Pajamagram will even wrap... The whole gift up for free. And that's right, 25% off naturally nude pajamas and free gift packaging. Listen, if you missed out on this offer during Christmas, don't make the same mistake twice. Give her naturally nude pajamas. But you need to order today because last year they sold out before Valentine's Day. Here's what you do go to pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com. Use the code NUDE, N U D E, and save 25% off your order of naturally nude pajamas. And tell them ESPN Chicago sent you.
6: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN One Thousand Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
1: Tom rocky in for Black and Abdallah tonight. The guys were on from ten to noon today. If you missed any of that, check out the podcast on the Bleck and Abdallah tab of the ESPN Chicago app or wherever you get your podcast. 312-332-3776. This is an All Calls Welcome Friday on Bleck and Abdallah. It's presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. Bill is in Libertyville. What's going on, Bill? Hey, Tyler.
0: How you doing? How are you guys doing?
1: Hope everyone's doing well. I'm fantastic. What you got?
0: Who was the guy who was overreacting about the Bulls not making a trade yesterday last night on I mean, last
1: night's show? That would have been me.
0: All right. So Tyler, that was the overreaction of the decade. And I'll tell you why.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's because hear why. You
0: said it was a worst worst your the worst time of your life as a Bulls fan. And I'm gonna tell you, if you grew up in Chicago, it's not like you did because you're talking about little league baseball and how you with Derek Rose But let me tell you something. Leon Durham, ball going in between the leg and missing the World Series was disappointing. Um, Let's see. Michael Jordan retiring because he had a gambling problem and had to go play baseball. That was disappointing. I'm like 54 years old. I mean, I am numb to to Chicago making bonehead decisions. Moisa Lou losing the ball to Bartman and then them them, blaming the guy and them not coming back and winning going to the World Series. That's disappointing. We'll not make a trade. It's being the polls. I mean, you can be like, oh my God, this is terrible. This is the worst thing in my life. No. That's just like being part of Chicago sport. Ineptitude. The McCaskies owning the Bears and the Bears only winning one Super Bowl in 85. That's disappointing. Like, you are way overreacting, man.
1: Way well, overreacting. Bill, Bill, here's why I said that, all right? And why it is the most disappointing. It's because... The Bulls have been relatively good during my lifetime. They haven't been championship tier good, but they've been pretty good. During, and I'm last night I was just saying from a Bulls standpoint, I wasn't talking about a total Chicago sports because cer- certainly there are other things that would far, far, uh, I, I would prioritize over that. But this is time to blow it up. And, the Bulls are one of my first loves in the city from a, a sports standpoint, and it's been time to blow this thing up for a while, and they just haven't figured it out for this season. And I do are think TNT? it eventually gets the, – they, yeah. they bring the TNT and it, it blows up, but for right now, to sit on your hands yesterday, inexcusable.
0: I can't disagree with you more, and it isn't excusable, but I am so numb to it. Like, Derrick Rose blowing out his knee, and knowing for me... That was that, more sadness know, than disappointment
1: day, for me. That because was disappointment. That, that, that's... Okay, see, I knew this was going to get brought up, and I have an answer prepared for why. That was more sadness, because that is something that is just out of your control, right? Sort of out of your control there, whereas this, you have... You can get your hands All on right. this if you're the All Bulls. right, I'll
0: even go further. Firing Thibodeau, and then who was... I'm not even going to say who the guy was after Thibodeau. That was disappointing. Jim Boylan? Like the guy could have... Uh, yeah. Fred Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg. No, Fred Hoiberg was not bad, but Boylan was a wreck. I mean, like, they couldn't fire that guy? It took him how long to fire that guy? I mean, that's the Bulls, man. I love the Bulls. I mean, I was... I was, in 92, I graduated college, and I was in Greece, and I turned on the radio in the middle of the night to watch Michael Jordan play, you know, and that, when they won their first three championships because that's how important it was. And I'm like, this is awesome, this is great. But the Bulls have just disappointed after this. Disappoint. Like yesterday, to me, was like, yeah, it's the Bulls.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. And yeah, listen, they, they certainly have There have been a lot of disappointing teams in here, and I appreciate the call, Bill. You have a good weekend. Yeah. Thank you, you too. Bill in Libertyville. Brinley, I think I'm saying this right, Brinley in Montgomery. Brinley, am I saying this right? Yes. What's up, Brinley?
5: I was wondering what the Bears should do with their draft picks.
1: Yeah, that's a a fantastic question. So the Bears, I think, will trade out of that first overall pick. I'm hoping they trade out of that first overall pick. And then from there, I'm hoping that they can go out and find themselves – a defensive stud in the draft on the defensive line, whether it's Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. And I've heard a number of people suggest that the Bears could trade back twice in the draft and collect even more assets. So basically what I'm trying to tell you, Brindley, is that I want to see the Bears turn this number one overall pick into as many picks possible in this upcoming draft.
2: How about that stud receiver?
1: The stud receiver. Which one are we thinking? Do you like uh, Quentin Johnston? Do you like Jordan yeah. Addison? Quentin Johnston. All right. So from TCU, um, I like Quentin Johnston. I would probably, but I would rather try to find some value on a receiver later in the draft, whether it's with a second, first round pick that you can somehow acquire, um, or in the second round as well. I read. I think there's more important needs on this team. At the offensive and defensive line, and really in a couple other spots on de- defense as well, that I would address before wide receiver, because I don't know if there is a true stud on these def- on uh, at the receiver position in this uh, wide receiver class. I think there's a couple good ones, but no studs. That that makes sense. Thanks. Enjoy the Super Bowl. You as well, Brinley. Appreciate the call. That's Brinley in uh, Montgomery. Appreciate the phone call here on Black and Abdal. All right. It is the Super Bowl, and Brinley told us to enjoy that Super Bowl. And I've got three storylines that I don't think are getting enough attention for each team. Let's start with the Chiefs here, all right? Storyline number one. Can Kansas City's young defensive backs keep up with Philadelphia's receiving core. They've got Le'Jarius Sneed, who just came off the the injury report. He's 26 years old. And then you've got a pair of rookies, Trent McDuffie and Jalen Watson. They've played pretty well this year, but I want to see how they play against a team like the Philadelphia Eagles, who have two number one receivers. Two just absolute studs on the outside in A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Are they going to be able to keep up with these Philly wide receivers? It feels like all the talk of the Philly offense sort of surrounds Jalen Hurts and even what Miles Sanders can do on the ground, but are they going to be able to keep up with these Kansas City or with these Philadelphia receivers? These young, up and coming, arrows certainly pointing up on these guys, but these young, up and coming defensive backs for Kansas City. Number two. You know, we saw the injury report today. Clean bill of health on the Kansas City side. But I want to know how truly how healthy are the Kansas City pass catchers. We know they're going to be without Nicole Hardman. They put him on IR earlier in the week. But how healthy are Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney? They're both going to play in this game. They both were full participants in practice. But how truly healthy are they? Because... We know what Travis Kelsey is. But this is a Philadelphia pass rush that can get after the quarterback in a big way. And if they get Patrick Mahomes in some pressure situations and who knows what the status of that ankle is, if he is going to be a little bit more gimpy, this is a front four that can get pressure with just four. And if they can't, if there isn't a second option outside of Travis Kelsey. I'm going to be a little concerned with how well Kansas city's offense can perform. Is it going to have to be a big night of Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon out of the backfield as well on some of these short dump off passes. And again, this is a Philadelphia defense that at times has struggled with tackling. I think a perfect showcase of that was the Christian McCaffrey touchdown in the NFC championship where he broke, it felt like five or six tackles on that run. Um, but how healthy are these Kansas City pass catchers? Because outside of Travis Kelsey, the unit as a whole has sort of been a question mark this season. So we'll see. My last one for the Chiefs. Will Clyde Edwards Allaire play a prominent role in this game? They just pulled him off of I.R. after they put Miko Hardman on I.R. And this is a team that's got two established backs, two pretty good backs. Isaiah Pacheco has certainly come on as of late. And Jarek McKinnon has been very, very reliable over the course of his career. And the Chiefs playoff run and even before that in the regular season certainly were proof of that. But when I saw this move, I was like, hmm, why bring up Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Why is the he brought up when you've got two established backs? Why wouldn't you maybe go try to find an extra guy that can help you on special teams or find an extra guy at receiver or maybe somebody at the uh, on the defensive side of the ball? Maybe an extra defensive back that gives you a little bit more flexibility, an extra linebacker. Why are we going with an extra running back? So keep an eye on Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'm watching out for that because when I saw that he got pulled off of IR, I was a little perplexed because he hasn't been a part of this team for quite some time now. And we'll see. We'll see what happens there. On the other side, let's go to the Eagles now, all right? Three storylines that I don't think are being talked about enough for each team. I gave you the Chiefs. Here's the Eagles, all right? They're actually all Jalen Hurts-based as well. You know, everyone's talking about Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury, right? That's been the big injury that people have kept their eye on really the past couple of weeks. What about Jalen hurts injury? What about Jalen hurts? He's got a shoulder injury that he's been dealing with. Remember the, it was the bears game where he got injured. Then he missed the next two games, came back for the season finale against the giants. And then he got the bye week as the number one seed. And then he's played back to back games, but those really haven't been contests. And, We haven't really seen what's his shoulder like. And if he plays in a close game, what's that going to look like when he is forced to throw the ball? You know, he's only thrown. He has not thrown for over 200 yards in a single playoff game yet in this playoff run that the Eagles are currently on. So keep an eye out on that Jalen Hurts shoulder and maybe it impacts how much he runs the ball. I'd imagine it probably doesn't have that big of an impact on his running. I think it would be more so his passing, even though it is that non-throwing shoulder. It still factors into how you throw the ball. Um, I don't think it's going to impact as much his running because this is the last game of the year, no matter what. So you may as well lay it all, all out on the line. And if something happens, you get it fixed up in the off season. So Jalen Hurts. I'm still curious about that that shoulder injury for him. Three storylines that I don't think people are talking about enough for each team. We're on the Eagles here. Number 2. Again, all of these are Jalen Hurts based now that I look about it. Look at it. You know, Jalen hasn't played many high-leverage snaps in the last month. Blowout against the Giants, blowout against the 49ers and I mean that 49ers game even though it was a close and at one point a tied game. That game was out of hand in the first quarter just because you saw what the quarterback situation was on the other side of the ball for San Francisco. I want to see what Jalen Hurts looks like in some potential for crunch time here. Is he going to be able to lead a game-winning drive? He has not played in a lot of high-leverage snaps, and really this season, this Eagles team has blown out a lot of teams too. When you look at their second quarter dominance, and then it just comes down to them running the ball at the end of games to try to just drain the clock a little bit. So what's he going to look like in a high leverage game where he may need to go out and make a drive? Then my last one here for Jalen Hurts. I don't think this has been said enough. And maybe it's because the Eagles as a team were in the Super Bowl not too long ago, but this is Jalen Hurts' first time in a Super Bowl. I feel like that's something that people aren't talking about. This is a rookie Super Bowl run for Jalen Hurts. And I did some some number crunching here. Since 2010, first-time Super Bowl appearance quarterbacks going up against a Super Bowl vet. Their records, the first-time quarterback is 4-3 and three since 2010, which, all right, does that tell you a whole heck of a lot? Maybe on the four and three side, you'd expect if I give you this stat, it'd be lopsided. But to have an above 500 record against a veteran Super Bowl quarterback was actually intriguing to me. I, I was surprised that the first timers are actually ahead. And it kind of plays into what I was saying the last time because sometimes you do need, there's that feeling out period where you're just kind of getting to get into the flow of the game the big lights of the Super Bowl for Jalen Hurts how is he going to respond in that first drive that first quarter for the the Philadelphia Eagles I'm intrigued by it but Jalen Hurts a first-time quarterback in the Super Bowl I don't feel like that's been talked about enough and maybe it's because he played in all those big college games maybe it's because he's got a a quarterback who on the other side is playing in his third Super Bowl and it's more talking about how many Super Bowls on the other side but I feel like the fact that this is a rookie, not a rookie but it's his first uh, quarterbacking appearance in a Super Bowl it's intriguing to me and even though the Eagles were in the Super Bowl a little over five years ago Jalen Hurts wasn't a part of that and the fact that they're back here with a new quarterback, um, I'm certainly my interest is peaked there. So there, there you have it. Those are the three storylines that I don't think are being talked about enough on each side here. All right, when we come back, some more Super Bowl for you. We're going to go to the entertainment side though. Rihanna is your Super Bowl halftime performer. We're going to try to see what's in. What's out on the set list for Rihanna? That's coming up next on Black and Abdallah. Tyler Rocky sitting in for the guys on ESPN 1000.
6: You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Tyler
1: oh. 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 Rocky in for Black and Abdallah tonight on ESPN 1000. We'll get to Rihanna and her halftime performance. We're going to be saying what's in, what's out for her halftime set for the Super Bowl for her upcoming performance here. 312-332-3776. If you want to talk any football with us, that's where we find Mike. He's in Lincoln Square. What's going on, Mike? Hey,
7: Tyler. I enjoy listening to your show. Um, Thank you. I was te- I was telling the, the, the gentleman who took the call, um, there were two things that occurred to me about why Andy Reid brought up that third running back. Mm-hmm. Um, in... When he took the Eagles uh, with Donovan McNabb to the Super Bowl, Terrell Owens was their big receiver who got a knee injury during the season but came back for the playoff Super Bowl. Um, during, during the first few games when Owens was out, Reed actually came up with a couple trick plays using three running backs on the same play. Interesting. Um, you, you basically have two of the running backs flare out um, at the, go in motion. And then the the third one would lag behind, and whichever side uh, the defense was odd-sized on, he would float out and become a screen pass. And uh, the running back and the receiver became the blockers. That's uh, it interesting. Like, it, was like, it was like an eight-yard up play. And then he had another one, um, which I was wondering about this guy that he called up, If this guy's actually a really good blocking back. Because he had another one where they were trying to get the ball downfield a little bit uh, longer. So he basically would bring in a personal uh, um, um, blocker for um, Donovan McNabb because he, he said he preferred the, that having that blocker in the backfield to start the play as opposed to a second tight end
1: that's interesting that you bring that up there and I think it's a good point Mike because especially when you've got a hobbled quarterback and also hobbled receivers as well having that um, that extra running back there as the sort of safety valve both in the blocking and in the, the receiving game as well I think that's a good point there so I appreciate the call Mike and Logan Square there Alright, so I I told everyone a little bit earlier. I can say with almost 100% certainty, I know what the opening song for Rihanna is going to be when she takes the halftime stage. Alright? I think it's going to be this one.
5: Shine bright like a diamond.
1: Diamonds. Here's why my pick, this is my pick. Because that lead-in, like the, the slow sort of like start and like the the little like sort of not drum hit, but like the strike at the beginning there's a build up there doesn't that sound like the song that you play when you're being like raised up onto the stage
5: it's got that it's got that Spongebob halftime show where it's all like (laughs) solemn at first real, Mm real quiet and then just builds up into an explosion
1: so I think it's gonna be
5: diamonds. I
4: think. So are you betting on this? Are you gonna find it? I haven't bet on
5: seen it? the the odds. I'm confident enough. Throw a prop on that. I don't hear. color in this one. Yeah, let me let me see if
1: there's odds on this right now. Rihanna opening song. I was listening
4: to earlier to my boy on um, KJ KJMX. Mm-hmm. He he believes it's gonna be. What's my name? What's my name? Oh yeah. Okay. That. See, here's what I. Okay, this is
1: from four days ago from the Action Network. So the favorite is "Don't Stop the Music," which I think is another good pick to be the opener. Um, another one is "Run This Town" plus three hundred, but I don't think that's going to be it because that's a that's a featurey song. Um, and then "Diamonds" is plus six hundred. I think then she can bring out Jay Z for a bring, run this. Uh, that's town. what
4: I want to know. Who's she gonna bring out? Because yeah, she can bring out anybody.
1: I mean, Jay Z did not look like he was interested in being anywhere after the what I saw from him at the Grammys. Totally I mean, he did, checked out. Yeah, he did his, said. he did his canned recorded performance. Uh, he wouldn't go up for the anniversary of hip hop performance. Like, you're what, sitting right what, there, dude.
4: What was that? Did they not invite Jay Z? They had to have.
1: That had to have been a. He declined. I would uh, He's guess. like, I'll pass. And he just I mean, you're, you're there. Like, well, what's going on here? Um, another, here's some of the other ones here. Uh, this is what you came for, plus 600. I don't think that's gonna lead things off.
5: Work? I did Where's hit, work
1: at. That's, a, that's work gonna get the people is going. work is at twenty to one. That's a real long shot there.
5: I want something from anti. That's all I want from that out. I think there will
1: be. Um, bitch, better have my money plus eight hundred umbrella plus a thousand. I'm 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 going with diamonds. I think that is also supreme value at six to one. You know what? In, this in, in, is my opening. This is my opening song who if I'm knew that
4: Guessing on what Rihanna's opening song was going to be this exciting. I didn't... Because there's think. so many that you can pick from. It's what
5: I'll think about now, like, heading into the game, aside from the commercials. It'll be the running thing. Like, okay, is it going to be Pondomirie replay? Is that going to be... she go way back? Is she go, like, how far back is she going go? I think she
1: will. I think she'll, she'll reach back. um, but okay, here's a couple others. We have to kind of go through these on what she's going to, to open, or not open with, but what's she going to play. All right. And I'm looking at this right now. I don't see Disturbia on this list. She's playing Disturbia. You think so? She I has.
4: To, to. I don't think that makes the good. Why does that not I'm make the good? It's,
5: it's a, definitely a, like, it was big at the time, but, like, the pomp and circumstances. Like, Diamonds, I could get you on Diamonds because it got a cinematic build to it. My favorite's like I thought. Work had a chance, and then I was like, "Oh, it's just my favorite."
1: Work, I could. Uh, I don't know if work's work is a make big the hit. Cut. It's a. It's a hit. I don't know if it's gonna make the cut though, because like Drake's involved there. Like Drake's not coming. Yeah, Drake's not. Coming. Drake's not coming. So
4: yeah, so that probably a scratch. Because so he's involved.
1: Yeah, uh, you can you can cut that one. Um, I think. Uh, don't stop the music. That's a lock. Absolute lock. Got to be there. Right.
4: Write these down. I need to write these down. And these down? Hey, write these down. Yeah, I got to write these down. See how accurate so, you are on this. One. So it's thirteen.
1: Um, it's thirteen minutes that she gets, I believe. All right.
5: So you got to think I about it? that. Thirteen minutes. But wow. You don't, they a lot also of songs cut in half.
1: Right. Exactly. So a lot of times now, you just try to squeeze in as like last year was a perfect example. You had like five different artists up there, so you had to squeeze in all the different artists to get in there their little bit, and then they, they would collab a little bit, play some songs that all of them were sort of on, or a couple people were on together. Um, Alright, so Don't Stop the Music, that's a lock for me. Alright? Run This Town. I don't know if Run This Town's gonna make... Like, don't get me wrong, I love all these songs. But Run This Town,
5: I don't know if it's going to make That's the cut. That's my runner-up for starting it out. Like if really? If it's not okay. Diamonds, it's just because it's got that, like, award show. Oh, here's Rihanna. And then, bam, it just hits you with the slow build, like you talked about.
1: All right. Next up, Umbrella. That's a lock. Sparks
5: everywhere. Just like the music video.
1: That's
4: a lock. Shower. Probably um, a lock, but I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear Oh, <laughs> not an Umbrella fan. It <laughs> just, its it had its time. It's, I don't think it's that cla- I will say this. I when Umbrella came out,
1: I didn't love it But I tolerated it And now it's grown on me a little bit more and It's years a great sense. song It's, it's just, great I don't when, you it. don't, when you hear it in moderation uh, Moderation is key there Alright um, We discussed work, Ponda Replay
4: That's another good I one think.
5: started, kicked it off It was huge for her, so I could see like nostalgia Yeah, I think she, she's going to Dial
1: into the Wayback Machine I think so I'm going to go with Pondere So What we've got 3. Or you guys think there you guys think work is going to be played, right? No, we scratched
4: work we because, scratched of, work. Drake, because right? of Drake. Because of Drake. Because of Drake. We scratched
1: that. Um Run This Town, you guys think is going to play, right? Yes, I think that's going to play. I think that's going to catch a skip. I think that one's going to catch a skip. Um Diamonds, I told you is going to be my lead yeah, up. I think my Diamonds meet-in. is
4: going to play. I don't know. It's, if it's definitely going to play. Yeah,
1: definitely going
4: to play. It's Here's this. It's
1: either going to open or it's gonna close. And I think it's going to open. And like diamonds
5: too, like Super Bowl rings, you get the diamonds, get the di- bling, little flash. Let's say Diamond starts it and run this town ends it. I'm I'm confident in that, mm-hmm. actually. That's interesting. Okay. Uh Rude Boy. I don't think Rude Boy's gonna I think would make it before Rude Boy.
1: I love that song. I listen, I love all these songs. I just listen, you, you have thirteen minutes to show off your best stuff. And
5: I don't know if Rude Boy's gonna catch the Is gonna make the cut. That's what I'm the thinking now. That's what I'm thinking now. It's like we can't they can't all make it. So the, we'll find out who what her biggest hits are in Wa- this 13 minutes. Wild Thoughts. I think that's hundred percent scratch. Yes. Yeah, I can yeah. see. I know it's a little newer, but that's yeah. She may need to promote one of the newer songs.
1: Um Bitch Better Have My Money. Has to play. Has to. Has to. Just- now the profanity of it maybe takes it out. But she can she, she, she can be creative. Yeah, I'm gonna. But yeah, I'm with you. I think this has to play. Um, pour it up.
5: I don't think this one's gonna make it. Really? 13 minutes. It might. They might
1: need it.
4: It, it.
5: Kendra thinks she's gonna go like 30 seconds of each.
4: Has to get 26 songs pour in. Pour it up. You talking about Super Bowl? They're drinking. Come on. Well, that fit the theme. Yeah. Pour out the Gatorade. Is it a big enough hit though? That's the thing. That's yeah
1: um disturbia i think that's it, it better be it better be or i'm going to be disappointed
5: uh live your life with ti no no way cuz they could get ti would love to be right, He would, love, know, he to would love that look but i don't <laughs> but know if Rihanna
1: just, was no, no, exactly. yeah that shit may have sailed um this is what you came for i don't know if this one's going to make it yeah i love this i love calvin harris too Calvin Harris I don't know is one that has like a
4: broad appeal because you th- got to think about it. Yeah.
5: Broad appeal. Um, we found love. That's just what I was going to ask. I think I it's going to make it. I think going to make it. I think it's going to make it, and it's going to be towards the end, get people jumping up and down. I would say it's actually probably more towards the beginning. Break from that, like, you know, build up from diamonds right into that. I can see it. Yeah. Um,
1: needed Me is one that I just don't think it fits the Super Bowl,
5: like, I don't think it, it fits the halftime performance. I'm looking at her top on Spotify. Mm. It's Lift Me Up, Love on the Brain, Umbrella, Stay, and We Found Love. So, instead, of way too stay, slow. Yeah, the way vibe's not
1: there for that. I don't think Needed Me is the vibe. I think she wants to get get the people up and jumping. So, th- that's it. That, that's my, my... I've gone through some of them there, but my my lock to be the first song played. Diamonds, Rihanna.
6: When we come
4: back,
1: I do have a couple of long shot bets that I want to hit on. And we'll give you the FanDuel game of the night as well of what I'm liking for the Super Bowl. That's all coming up next here on Black and Abdallah.
6: Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app.
1: And Nick Mugzala for producing tonight's show, Tyler Rocky, and for Bleck and Abdallah tonight. Thanks to everyone for calling in and talking with us on this All Calls Welcome Friday, presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. John in Naperville, you gotta make it quick here. We're running up against the clock, John, what's up? What's up boys? I just thought you
3: guys missed out. I know Kanye's controversial, but all the lights would be the perfect intro. It's like that little that little beat in the beginning and then Turn up the lights in here, baby. It's classic. Even if they just played her part. Like, I get it. Kanye said some stuff he wasn't supposed to. I mean, I don't like R. Kelly, but I still jam out to remix to ignition. You
5: know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I feel it, John, and I appreciate the call there. And I think you kind of hit it on the head off the top. Like it's
5: We all thought about just, it, but we yeah. know how much of a recluse just a, know, the composer a is. A little controversial so. there. All
1: right, I've got a couple long shot bets that I think have a chance in this game Um, and I'm finding all these on FanDuel as well. So here's a couple things that I like. This one, okay, maybe not as much of a long shot bet. Um, Over 2.5 passers in this game. That means over 2.5 players to throw a pass in this game. It's plus 140, so that's a plus juice prop right there. Wouldn't it be something if Andy Reid pulled out the Philly special on Philadelphia? So that's something to keep an eye on there. But Travis Kelsey, former college quarterback as well, who knows? Maybe he gets in on the action and throws a pass in this one. But that's plus 140 on FanDuel. The other long shots that I like, these are true long shots here. One, Dallas Goddard to score the first touchdown. I love taking the tight ends and the quarterbacks to score first touchdowns, especially in big games here. Um, so I'm going to roll with Dallas Goddard, plus 1,200 on FanDuel to score the first touchdown. And then the other one that I'm going to roll with, Hassan Reddick to win Super Bowl MVP, plus 3,400. If the Eagles win, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP. So give me Hassan Reddick. He's been an absolute game record off the edge defensively. So give me Hassan Reddick, plus 3,400, to win MVP in this year's Super Bowl. And be sure to sign up on FanDuel. Use the promo code TYLER, and you will get a bonus bet back if your first same-game parlay doesn't hit. You must be in Illinois Twenty-one and older. Present in Illinois. Three plus legs required. Minimum one dollar bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus five dollars unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. That is your Fan Duel game of the night. Here on Black and Abdallah. Speaking of gambling, the odds couple is coming up next. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco get you set for your weekend of wagering for the Super Bowl this weekend. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I'll be in with Dion Miller on Peggy and Dion tomorrow on ESPN 1000 from 11 to 1.
6: Chicago's home for sports on FM one hundred point three HD two, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN one thousand. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.